height me. I don't know, I have this really, really bad headache. It feels like... I don't know if you've ever played Jax, it's like the game with the ball and the little spiky thing. It feels like someone put like the little spiky thing like in my head. And yeah. This week I've been struggling not so much financially because I'm not spending a lot. Um, barely anything. Um, but I'm struggling more like spiritually. I just, I don't know what it is. Maybe physically I also feel fatigued, but um, tomorrow morning I start my training at the Starbucks thing again. And I've kind of learned that a few things like having a clean room is important for me and also a healthy diet consistency and stability in my life um, and I don't really have that right now and I don't think I sound too great because I don't feel that great um, it feels like every way every day is different but not in a good way it feels like Maybe I'm losing my mind, but I'm not. I've just been, I guess, isolated. More isolated than usual, so. I knew this was gonna happen. I just didn't know what it was gonna feel like. Um, and then for like a few days, I wasn't sure if I was even gonna work at Starbucks because I hadn't heard from my, my manager, but um, I'm gonna start my module training tomorrow. I don't know how long it'll be, but. I'm not sure, but I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to being with other people, even if it's just through work, just because I think that's really important for me. Uh, maybe for other people too. You know, I've been learning that underneath it all, for me, you know, I can't speak for anyone else. It's I just really need to have purpose in life, and if there isn't one for me, then there's a lot of guilt and a lot of strife and a lot of suffering if I'm not this sounds weird but if I'm not put to use for something um I feel like interestingly enough I live in such a small dwelling relatively small but I feel like if this place were any bigger, I would feel more alone, you know? And, you know, I walk dogs, but I feel like there's this integral part of me that's missing by not serving people or being around them, you know? Um, I've been reading a lot of the Bible lately and like, Unfortunately, watching a lot of YouTube videos on the Bible and religion, and it's all kind of gotten to me and really messed with my head. So, for the time being, I'm going to try not to look at YouTube just because that's my vice, but it's also not a good vice because 
it feeds me a lot of ideas and ideas about ideas and ideas about ideas about ideas that I actively look towards using YouTube when I have a thought in my head that says, what does that mean? You know, if a thought comes across my head, can a woman be evil or what is evil? You know, I want to look it up in a video or in a website and not think about it myself and go into ideas or just what's in what's going on in my own life with how I can improve uh, improve with my own life and that being said in regards to my faith or whatever um definitely not going to be talking about it as much on the podcast but also there's a difference between um a spiritual text and the interpretation of one so I just want to read or not watch more what people have to say about something they read, you know, because it's different. Um, also, I'm, since I'm not working in a restaurant, I realized that I actually have to just try in regards to my diet. Um, so like today... I cooked lentils because there was a bag of lentils that I didn't open for like, I don't know, a month. And I had fish that I heated up and that fish was from like earlier this month. So if I'm sounding sick, I don't think it's from that. I think it's from one of the dogs I walked. Her name's Riley. Turns out she has like a genetic mutation. And it's not like... A cool haircut she gets, which is interesting. So now I know what to tell people on walks, because she's she's a majestic looking dog. She's kind of got this like mythical energy about her. But anyway, from all the videos I've watched on religion and. Faith in a way of life. I feel like the trap that we get into is thinking that we're right. And if and when God comes, if you believe there is one, there's a sense of I'm going to be chosen. Me and my group, we believe the right God. And he or she or whatever came to to pick us up. You know? Just like someone might get picked up after school, you know? It's almost like this selection of the chosen people, which is us or whoever believes in that. And everybody else is going to go to a bad place and bad things are going to happen. And I feel like it's too simplistic, but it's also overcomplicated. And... I just want to focus on being a good person more and living simply and listening more to others and approving of others more than I seek approval from others and 
to look at my life beyond myself and to not focus so much on the rewards I can receive but rather the rewards I can produce you know for their own sake to be used, utilized, given and it can be really hard but I feel like it's kind of like a two-edged sword because the more you stray away from common patterns of thinking and living the more isolated it is but also the more enlightening it can be and inspiring I've realized that I can get more out of someone and learn more by listening because when I'm talking to someone I've said this before I'm giving out information that's already known to me and I'm not getting any more smarter wiser whatever so it's like a void every word I say cancels itself out so it's better to speak in silence for me I've learned that and again this is going back to what I'm saying and I'm not trying to tell people how to think or how to be and to be like me but I'm sharing this because this is how I feel so I've learned to just focus on changing myself you know if I failed myself I've failed the world you don't have to change it's just me. I have to change. I have to be a better person. And it's really hard because it's easy to say this now. When I'm sitting down eating lentils, speaking into a microphone. It's all very sophisticated, theoretical, simplistic. But when you're with someone or around someone and there's this energy of pride, of strength, size, comparison. The melding of insecurity and the dynamics that come from that when you're with another person, be they the person of an opposite gender or the same gender, and the rules that govern all of those dynamics. It's hard when that happens. Everything can more or less be thrown out the window and a few seconds so it's important that I practice but I'm not going to practice what I preach because I don't want to preach I'm not here to tell other people how they should be living I want to I really want to because there's still a part of me that have that desire to want everyone to change and to bend to my will but I mean maybe that's just in everyone <laughs> or in most of us sorry oh my god that's so rude and disgusting when I just did I don't think I'll finish my lentils I put way too many in because I didn't know how much to measure or how to measure them. Um, I just need to eat a lot better. 
Minum saya. shape of work, rest, work, rest, work. So, financially, just from my experience being a dishwasher and then being a dishwasher and a dog walker for like a month combined, just a consistent schedule, I should be able to break even with expenses, assuming my rent doesn't go up or I'm kicked out. Because I can't afford it. Um, I'll, I'll be able to break even. I think sometime in August. So. By August of this year. Which is in a few months. I should be. In a stable enough place. Maybe July. Again. It's hard because with the pandemic. Like. Part of my mind has come to the realization that I don't control anything, so I shouldn't plan for anything because in my experience, everything I've planned for has been just thwarted so much. And I don't know. I don't want to think that way anymore, but then I don't know how to live in regards to this idea of agency or destiny. And I struggle with that because I feel like if I submit my will over to my higher power completely and relinquish all plans and all desires, period, then what am I? You know, am I still a person? How do I figure everything out? And this is hard because I don't really have people to talk to about this stuff. And in my experience, again, this isn't coming from a place of arrogance. 
not a lot of people have the answers to the questions I have. And the ones that are willing to talk about it understand that they don't have them either. And I sure as hell don't. Because that's why I asked. So, there's still a question here. I still don't get a lot of stuff. So, in regards to this again, I feel like if I'm too submissive with my mind and my will, then I have no self. And an alarm goes off in my head and it says, uh-oh, you're losing yourself. Who are you? What are you? Are you? You know? But then there's this other part of me in my mind that says, if I adapt this whole manifestation doctrine or trend or whatever you call it, and try to will everything into existence. Is that not unrealistic? You know? Hold on. I'm going to have an experiment. I have a timer. And so glad I don't have to record video. Because the light in here is not that great. <laughs> So I have a timer, and I have to be careful, because if there's too much silence on this, you might leave. So I'm going to set this timer for two minutes, and in those minutes, I'm just going to talk. But before I start it, I'm going to have a condition, an experiment for this whole Manifestation. In the next two minutes, I'll receive a knock at the door. And someone will safely provide me an envelope with either $400 cash or a check written out for $400. U.S. And that's for today. May... Hold on. What's it? May 25th. At 3.40 p.m. So, I'm going to set a timer for two minutes. And we're going to tell this theory of my wanting. Of my trying to manifest this. Because I want this. There is no... There is no, um, proving you wrong or right. This is just for myself, but just to kind of highlight where I am, you know, and how I'm thinking. So I'm going to start. I'm excited for tomorrow because I'm going to start my modules. Hopefully get a cup of coffee there. Um, and 
get to know people again and serve people. I hope, you know, I hope that I'll be okay. But yesterday, you know, I was late to my therapy appointment because I forgot about it and told myself, you know, I'm failing myself. I can't. Something's got to give. I've been saying that for so long. So, a lot has to change. Today, after I eat, I'm going to finally wash my car on the outside and inside and in the trunk because I've been trying to do that for forever. I'm probably going to buy a lot of sanitizing wipes though because I want to clean the inside of the car pretty well. Just because I want some kind of semblance of order and consistency and cleanliness, I think that's just been really important. You know, because I live alone, which is a luxury, you know. Sorry. So, no one really knocked on my door to give me a check for $400. Maybe I asked wrong. Again, maybe it's unrealistic. I'm just going to check. Nope. Um, so, again, this isn't to prove you wrong. It's just to kind of tell me, like, where I am in the spectrum right now. It's knowing that I can't try to control destiny 100%, but I there is some kind of autonomy in my life. This is just a question I'll have with me forever. I feel like everyone has their own set of philosophical questions that kind of follow them or haunt them maybe haunting is a better word in their life and we may or may not answer those questions or even get a better understanding it may always be a mystery you know i feel like that's fine or well, one of them you know to what extent do we have control over our lives and our realities? And right now, I feel like I'm learning, you know, yeah, it's about perception. You know, for example, I think yesterday I was writing in my journal about... I forget where it was, but my life may not be the best and others may have a better, and many may have a better life than I do, but I feel like I have a better life than most in regards to my living situation. It's just me, so it can't really be toxic. It can only be desolate, I guess, which is how it's spelled. And... 
You know, I have my own bathroom, my own fridge, my own bed, my own space, essentially. Um, and I have access to water, food, you know, I've had savings, so I'm blessed, you know. And of course, there's people with more than me, you know. It's just, it needs a lot of recognition as far as the how. For example, Riley. I've gotten to see her owner like twice now. I think she's on break. She's a doctor. She has a husband and a child. I think one child, maybe more than one. And, you know, how am I not going to say that she has more than me? She does. And I don't think envy happens. Again, envy is one of those things for me. One of those themes that have followed my life. Maybe yours too. I don't know. I can't be envious of her because... I can see the narrative of her life, albeit like a shallow version of that where I know that she's been to school and has had to spend so much of her life studying, whether or not she's liked it, you know, it's a lot of work. And I'm sure it's not easy and it wasn't easy. And so... For me to envy would be for me to be angry with myself. Angry at the other person. But I can't. Because everything she has, she's worked for. You know? From the home, the family she has. Every big and little thing. It's come from her. From her work. And so, it doesn't make sense to envy, you know, because everything I've had, i worked for. It's less than what she has, but there's something, you know, and everyone has that. I hope so, you know, whether it's the books you've read, or the art you've made, the music you've made, whatever you've written, whatever you've produced... You know, even if it's relationships. Because I haven't really worked on those, but other people have, you know. And those are their own, like, accomplishments. And I feel like... Everyone, I feel like everyone has something. You know? I really do. Everyone... Has this dish, you know, to bring to this potluck. And I don't know if maybe some people like that. I don't know, but I doubt it. I doubt it. I think if they lack that, then they believe they do. But I do feel like there's something in everyone. Because even narcissists, like, their life has some kind of value. Whether, 
whether they utilize it or not, you know? They've done something to help someone, even if it's just themselves, even if the agent of them getting help is others. They have done something of value to someone. So I'm not advocating advocating for that kind of behavior or personality, but it's there. But I feel like everyone's life has meaning and has value, no matter where they are on this made-up pyramid or ladder or whatever. In L.A., it's like hills, you know? Like the hills are where you want to live because when you live on a hill, you get to see everything below and look down on everything. And your view is like that, like a 360-degree view of everything below you. And so, I'm saying that no matter where you fall on that, your life is important. I feel like for me, it's important to see myself as a servant. Someone very low. Below, 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 below. But even in me feeling this way, and putting everyone else above me, maybe even on a pedestal, which I, I'm going to stop doing because again, it does take a toll on you. Um, no matter how I see myself, I know I have value. I know I can do something for someone, somewhere, somehow, right? And I don't know, I brought that up. I think involving comparison. Um, I've been without social media for a while. And in regards to... Sorry, this episode is so selfish. It's just me talking about how amazing I am. It's terrible. Just some things I've learned, though. When I'm not on social media, I feel like social media isn't so much the problem. It's the abuse of technology, I think, that I have. Because I use YouTube in a negative way, and I'm not responsible with it. So, yeah. Um, I feel like... Again, I don't know if social media is still the same, if it's still a place for level-headed discussion and not comparing yourself with other people. Um, but I feel like it wasn't a good environment. Because there's an attachment to the reward. And I was falling prey to that, and I feel like I don't know. I just don't want to have it. I think a lot of things in human history, even in present day, is a tool to make people feel ashamed of themselves. Because when I looked at dating apps, 
I felt a lot of shame about myself. Um, not so much with my body, maybe a little bit with my body, but mostly with my progress in life and my job title and like income, things like that. What I don't like about social media, especially dating apps, where it's kind of a matchmaking service with people you don't know, which is just dumbfounding to me still. I feel like, I don't know what I was going to say. I feel like I'm too full of myself right now, but it just didn't work out. It didn't work out because what social media does is it assigns people value. It assigns a way of measuring value and allowing you or others to compare themselves because of likes, because of views, because of following. And it's a tragedy because more begets more. And the people at the bottom who may not even want likes or care much for that are programmed into seeing things that way and feeling a certain way about someone who has more than them. And a numerical value is attached to people. And that's not the point, you know? I feels like I feel like or it feels like there's so much more to humanity than if anybody likes something you wrote that was like a sentence long. I mean, hello? You know? And granted, this is coming from someone who today, literally, all I did was walk a few dogs and call it a day. Which, saying it, I feel kind of like lucky about it. But then there's also this kind of guilt, and I don't know. But I feel like we t attach so much pressure on being an individual. And we relax that so much for other people, you know, and at least that's how it is for me, you know. I think when I was at my last job I had last year, it was very set up in this, this guilt kind of mechanism. And it's not religious, I feel like it's more in the context of productivity and a display of, of one's lifestyle outside the realm of productivity and also productivity within the realm of someone's lifestyle. Like, what did you do this weekend? You know, anything interesting going on in your life? Doing anything fun tonight? I think that's more of a reflection on my life right now isn't interesting because I'm in the web of work and rest or unrest. 
and I need to hear something from someone that's vivid and colorful because that's what's lacking. And I feel like when people would ask me that, I wouldn't know what to say because my life was so plain. And because of that, I felt so guilty. You know, like, oh my God, I can't believe I still have nothing to bring up for what I did this weekend. I can say, oh, I cleaned, or I went to the park, or I went to the museum, but also I wasn't, I didn't have enough, you know, to do all that fun stuff. So, yeah, I just realized that a lot of people would ask what I did over the weekend, and I was just so dirt poor that I would just tell them nothing. Because I couldn't. But I want to change that because... I feel like I owe it to myself to do more. To experience life. To experience joy. To live a little. You know? And I just feel like I'm in a rough patch of my life. Even within this podcast, I feel like... This podcast was to kind of show people the journey of someone who gets through all this, you know, and sorry, I'm just getting some water. Who would make it on the other side and, and live this really fantastic life at the end of it? And I don't know, it's basically. Because I, this is an audio thing, there's nothing really to show for it, you know? I think I'm gonna get a fever today. I'm just gonna rest after this. Um. rest now because yeah so that's what I wanted to share I'll keep you updated about everything I'm just gonna lay down bye